Greetings. Welcome to my seventh podcast, the second of three from my third published on Amazon book, Pettyville County, a novel. Today's journal excerpts are from that of the Sexton. There's no such thing as suicide in Pettyville County. Everyone knows everyone else too well for that. If someone decides to blow their brains out, it's put down officially as accidental death, a kindness surely to the living, and a convenience for the dead. In over a century, no one's been buried in unhallowed ground. No one except six men and one woman hung for murders and dumped into the lime pit in the courtyard of the regional jail at Taxton, 50 miles southeast of the village of Pettyville, my hometown. At five years of age, I decided to be a cowboy when I grew up. Nine, I was determined to be a fireman. By eleven, I'd switched to locomotives. At thirteen, it was a stuntman in the movies. Fifteen saw me as a professional athlete. Sixteen, an astronaut. I wound up, at twenty-one, caretaker of a decaying building and gravedigger in a cemetery booked solid but for two. I've held that position for the last eighteen years. In the winter of 1975, an amazing event took place in Pettyville County. An orangutan escaped from a zoo down south and made it up to the peninsula. It was considered dangerous, so a bunch of the good old boys set out to hunt it down. It made fools out of them and never harmed a soul. As winter wore on, it lived against all expectations. Alone, in an utterly alien environment, Tropical in origin, yet surviving in bitterly cold weather, its struggle took on heroic proportions. By February, no one would even consider killing it. People took to leaving food out and bragged when its tracks appeared in their lawn. Then, in late March, it was found sleeping in a shed, captured and sent back to the zoo. Everyone was sad and glad at the same time. It won the hearts of the country as no one before or since ever did. It made us human. The pecking order in Pettyville County is an interesting one. Rock Bottom is the exclusive domain of the Indian. Next in line is the town drunk. Then farmers, clerks, merchants, teachers, ministers, dentists, chiropractors, doctors, and at the top, old money. The status of women and children depends directly on the slot occupied by husbands and fathers, with some variants tossed in for beauty, intelligence, and athletic prowess. The undertaker occupies a position all his own. Everyone knows they'll wind up naked on his slab, with their blood draining out and their guts in a bucket. He's feared, feared by all. If an undertaker wants to make it, he has to be jocular socially, jocular as hell. And I never met one who wasn't, outside of business hours. But Sexton, there's a twilight zone for you. A Sexton is a kind of living ghost, deferential to all and quiet, seldom seen, barely alive. Whatever his age, there's an aura of the grave about him. He must be circumspect, slow-moving, and at no time can his eyes look directly into yours other than for a second before he blushes faintly and looks down like a virgin. It's suicide for a sexton to let his eyes penetrate in a manly fashion. Neither can he shift his gaze suddenly to the left or right, a universal sign of contact avoidance. Delicate. A sexton must be delicate. 
Bill was delicate, delicate as hell, and so was Bell. It's something I'll have to learn. Bill says I'm too robust, too robust by half, but he isn't worried. Like everything else, I'll season with time.